Who rocks mics and rocks them well, yo? It's the biz, baby, it's the biz. 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 All right, welcome back to the biz. I have no guest this week. You get just me. I wanted to talk about a grant that happens every year in Boston. So every year in Boston, there's a, I think it's called the Boston Foundation Live Arts Music Grant, or just, I think it's Live Arts Grant. And it's a grant that basically musicians or anyone in the arts can apply to get funding for a project. And I think they give, there's certain rounds that you can get entered into and you will be given $7,000 or $15,000 for a project, which is great. There isn't a lot of grants in this country for artists as there are in other countries. I know Canada has a big grant system that a lot of our friends have used. So the fact that there's something like that here in Boston is very cool. Now, the first time I was ever made aware of this grant was someone had forwarded me an email and I read about it. I thought it'd be cool to apply. And the first iteration of the grant was a really long application that didn't really seem like it applied to anyone that was like in a band. It really kind of applied to like more if you were doing like public theater or anything like that, like showcasing it. There was a lot of questions about like how much money would you be putting in? How much money would you be using for the grant? Kind of like every little detail with right off the bat in the first rounds. And I remember I had submitted this. I I honestly cannot, can't remember at this point if it was for Rebuilder or my older band, but that's how long it, it's been that I've been applying for this grant. So I remember that I filled it out. I probably didn't do a great job filling it out the first time, sent it off. And then, you know, months, months later, I hear back that I did not get it and I could get feedback on the application. So I said, sure, I want feedback on the application to know what I did wrong. They're like, we couldn't really get a grasp on the project that was trying to be done. I understood. I was like, great, thanks for the feedback. So the next year after that, they started doing like seminars that you could go to and speak to someone who is part of the Boston Foundation to tell you like, what are the stuff that they're looking for in the grants and the applications? What are the things that like, you basically can apply for and things like that. It was at the Boston Public Library. I remember that it was on a day that I think the Red Sox won the World Series because there was a parade that was going through Boylston Street. I, I didn't know that that was happening. I somehow found a parking spot and then I couldn't cross the street to get to the Boston Public Library for this seminar. So I go there and get across the street. And then it's like, there wasn't a ton of people, but there was a good amount of people. And they started talking about the foundation saying that, you know, every year they're getting more and more applications and that, 
you know, they've been able, they're changing the process on how you apply. So the process that was now being put in place was two different rounds. They were like, we found that we were funding things at 15,000 that probably could have only dealt with like 7,000. So in order to give to more people, we'll do rounds of 7,000, we'll do rounds of 15,000, depending on what your need is. And you'll make it through different rounds now, round one to like round two. And they were giving examples of like things that they didn't like seeing in applications. They were like, one of the applications said that like, they're in giving examples, they said, one of the applications that we saw said that they would feature their project across something like 20 different cities and we just thought that that was like so unrealistic. And I, I remember hearing that and I said, like to myself, I was like, I feel like they're talking about my application. And for like, to maybe to someone who doesn't play in a band or doesn't do this, it may seem like, oh, wow, that's too ambitious. But like for Rebuilder to like, do 20 cities in a year is like a piece of cake you know like there's no reason that couldn't happen on just like one like on a couple tours and so i i remember thinking that was interesting and the woman said we're really going to try to feature people of color on this round as well too giving priority to people of color and I remember looking around this room and just seeing like a lot of white people. And I was like, maybe I'm in, you know, like maybe, maybe that's like, and I, and I think it's great that they do that. I was like, you know, that's awesome because there should be representation. And I was like, I have a chance at this because I don't see a lot of, and I, I've never seen a lot of Hispanics playing punk or like rock music in like you know in any public sense really so i remember hearing you know them saying that priority would be given to people of color i stayed after i asked questions and i i said to the woman i said i applied last year i didn't get it and i have been putting in that we've been working on a new record because Every time these grants have come out, we have been working towards a new record of something so I can put details and say, because they, they do want details. They, they want to know, like, where can you showcase this and everything? And I would say things like, all right, we're this band. We've been around for this long. We're working on the next record. Our next record will be recorded here. We can play at any one of these venues because we have a relationship with these venues and there could be other vessels for it as well that we can look into depending on if we get this grant. And I said to the woman, I was like, you know, we're, we were working on a new record. I put that last year and I even said, I was like, should I not put that in? Because like with a new record comes music videos should I just focus on the music video? Should I say that we're making, we, we have a new song, we wanna make a music video and just focus on the details of a music video instead of focusing on the details 
of a new record because does one just sound more exciting than the other one because one is more of like a visual art than an audio one. She said, no, no, we fund new new works, new records all the time. You should just uh, say that you're doing that. And I said, great, awesome. And I remember I filled that out to the best of my ability. I said, Rebuilder's working on a new record. I think this was for Massachusetts Turnpike at the time. And I was like, we have a whole batch of songs. We've done this much. These are the things that we have done in Boston. You know, using things that look good to them. Saying like, we've been nominated for Best Punk Band through the Boston Music Awards X amount of times. We've toured these amount of times. We've played House of Blues these this amount of times to a sold out crowd opening for these bands. You know, all of these things, while they're awesome, you know, they're not the things that define you. But these are all the things that I was like, you know, I need to show them that this is the stuff we've been doing because there's other bands haven't done that. We didn't get it that year. So I remember I was like really discouraged. And I even think I I even sent an email just being like, why? Like, like, like how? I, I don't understand. And I think I asked for feedback on there, but they've closed that. You don't get feedback on your application anymore. I think that another the year after that, I applied with kind of the same stuff and never got anything. So when this year came around, it was one of those things where I was like, do I even apply? Do I even apply for this? Knowing that every March when these rounds come out, it's heartbreaking for me and I get upset over it for a number of reasons. But for me, I'm, I'm always like, well, you just have to try. You have to try. So I filled it out and I took my time on it. You know, they change up the application every year. And... In writing what the project is, I said that Rebuilder is a band comprised of people who work in the music industry. This year has been particularly hard for us because not only have Daniel and I not been able to, Daniel hasn't been able to work in, in, in a venue I haven't been able to work in a venue and like go on tour with the bands that make me money. But, you know, Daniel hasn't been able to book at two rooms shows and Rebuilder hasn't been able to play shows. So it's like this pandemic has hit us very hard because everything we do, whether it's fun, whether it's money, our jobs, all of that is all invested in music. I don't think you could find anybody in the lineup of the grants that they've given in the past or that will probably come out, who is that invested in music as we are in the whole realm of music. We'll push your cases and then we're bringing our amps on stage and playing as well too. So I said, it's been very hard this year for us. But with that, Rebuilder did a number of things in 2020 that we didn't 
see us ourselves even trying to do, but like releasing a couple of singles, raising money for like good causes, and ultimately putting on a very, very like high quality live stream that was extremely difficult to pull off. And I think it was successful. So what is the project? So I said, the, I said the project would be Rebuilder has been working on a new record. We have been for some time. We're closer to getting it finished. We would like to one, finish the record and two, be able to do a live stream like we had done already, but make it bigger and better than the one that we did because we would have money to play with now. And perhaps we can make it free. I said, you know, we made this much amount of money on our own. We had to pay this much amount of money to make it happen. But if we got a grant that we could put into this, we can pay the people that need to get paid, do a better live stream than we did before, now that we know the ropes and make it free, make it free for everybody to see our new songs. And, you know, like maybe we can even do it in a venue and it's recorded there. Who knows? You know, there's there was a realm of possibilities. I said, I said, you know, obviously we would do it live in person if it's safe and able to. But if we're not, we are able to do this live stream. And I gave them footage of the live stream. I said, this is what we were able to pull off on our own. And to me, I was like, so hopeful that we would get it. I was like, I, I don't think that we wouldn't get it this year because in a year where smaller local bands haven't been able to do much, we, we did, maybe, maybe we didn't do a crazy amount, but we did, we, we stepped outside of the box and, and think of like, what could Rebuilder do? And I think you know, when you look at bands around the city, there's a lot of great bands that have done awesome things. And I think Rebuilder is one of those bands that are always trying to go outside of our city and outside of like what we normally do and just try things. And I'm, I mean, I'm proud of that. But we didn't get it. And I remember I got, I, so I got the email today and it said you know it was like nope like you know unfortunately you didn't like the thing is we didn't even make it to the second round like rebuilder doesn't does not make it to the second round in these grants and when i look at who is given these grants and, you know, the Boston Foundation has all over their website and all over the grant system says, we strive for representation in the community, in music. We want people to feel represented. Our grants go to help people whose voices are normally not heard and people who are not normally represented. And I think that is great. But... I feel that a lot of these grants and especially this Boston Foundation grant are looking for representation in the way they want to represent it. 
I see things where like, you know, if you are Hispanic or of like Latin culture and the, you look at the people who've gotten that grant, they're typically playing the music of their culture. And that looks very good for a grant, a, 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 a nonprofit or any organization that's giving money to say, yeah, like, you know, we're look, we're helping this culture. And I think when they look at me, they don't see that. And they and I it, it, it's hurtful to me because it makes me feel like I'm being almost like stripped of my culture and my background. I'm I'm Hispanic. My my parents are from Central America. I play the, the music that I play. That is what I'm interested in doing. Does that mean that I am less Hispanic because I don't sing in Spanish and the music that I play is not like primarily played by Hispanic people? No, that doesn't mean that at all. I, but I feel like that means there's less representation. And so if I'm here applying for a grant in the city that I'm in, that I work in, and I do everything music, and you put in there, we're giving priority to people of color and representation. I don't think any of these people who are giving this money away are looking and seeing that in the punk community or like rock music here in Boston, it's probably not a lot of guys, not a lot of people just playing punk, playing music who are Hispanic. And I'm here and I'm applying and every year I'm getting denied. Every year I'm getting denied. But if you look at the list, you see that they are taking the people that have, apl have applied and almost stereotyping them into what they're doing. You know, whether it's rap or jazz or any of these things like, and I honestly think with diversity, just let people be who they want to be. I think that's super, super important. And, and to me, rock and roll music is not, is not white to me. You know, I think on my interview with Bobby Hackney, Bobby was like, I always thought that was crazy because to me, rock and roll music is black music. And I completely fucking agree with that. So I, you know, it's, it's, it's hurtful. It, it gets me very discouraged every year when I, when I get to this point and I see that we didn't get this, it, you know, do we need this money to continue as a band? We don't, we're going to keep doing what we've always done. I'm not stopping anytime soon from playing music. I probably will never stop. I'll probably always play music regardless of these hurdles, but it, it doesn't, it doesn't make it you know, like, you know, it doesn't make it any easier when these things, when like this happens, it's just so discouraging because it's like, you see that and like when it's every single year, it's a confirmation that like, they just don't believe in you. And, and 
I think for Rebuilder, it's always been that like our fan base keeps getting bigger because I think people believe in us. I don't think that people in the industry necessarily do. But I guess it's just hard. It's it's hard when I have to get that every year, especially on a year where like I think I think that's what it is. I think it's that the fact that like we dealt with so much shit this year, it impacted everything that we just we didn't even get a fighting chance at all. You know, like we're going to keep doing what we're doing. I don't let these things stop me, but I've never seen anyone really talk about this grant thing that's given out. There's one that comes up through new music. I think I've only applied for that one or two times, but I think they're all the same. They, they all really want you to look and feel a certain way if, to give music so then they can champion you and say, look at this culture that we're helping. I don't feel like I need to sound a certain way for anybody. I am going to sound the way that I want to sound. So I think that's that's pretty much my long rant on this grant. I just, it's a bit upsetting to see, but it I, ultimately it won't impact really us at all in a negative way. The money would have helped to be able to do another live stream. Like if you had your hopes on Rebuilder doing another live stream, it's not happening. We would have only done it had we been able to get this money and been able to make it work. Because that's like that's another thing. In the seminar that I went to, they said, we noticed that everyone funding their project didn't pay each other didn't pay themselves or like the musicians that were playing They're like we really want you to pay yourself for playing and your band members and when i was filling out this application I put that in. I was, I, I was so thorough in like what we would use everything for because I broke down everything. I was like, this is how much it costs us to even just do this live stream on our own. But I did put in there. I was like, yeah, well, you know, we will pay each band member X amount of dollars because they're they're contributing to this. They're record. They're, you know, if they're playing on recordings and then playing a live show and it just would have been it would have been really nice to like have. To be able to do that just for ourselves. But I, I just, that's, that's, I think that's the upsetting thing to me is it just feels like, I, it feels like I could never get this because of that I am a Hispanic man that plays rock music and not like a flamenco guitar in my hand. And that is the thing that really fucking bugs me. And, I like I tried to not let this shit get to me because like it, it, it doesn't help me. It does it doesn't help me to like keep going in striving to be like a better musician or just like bettering my craft or like doing this whole entire thing. It doesn't help me to get frustrated with these things. But I just felt like I had to talk about it and let everyone know like that this is this is basically something that you face when like you are applying for these grants. I feel like I have to get pigeonholed in a very certain way. But yeah, so 
that's your biz episode. I, I I honestly like if anyone listens to this, I'd be really curious to know like like what do you think of this? If anyone disagrees with me, please let me know. If anyone agrees with me, please let me know. I would just love like any feedback on this at all. I, I mean, I did email the Boston Foundation after this and I, I said to them, I said, I, again, I just don't understand how we do not get this grant. Every year when you say that you're giving it to people that are not represented in the arts, I definitely feel like I'm not. But they're never going to see this. I'm sure that they don't care either. But that's that, that's your biz. Hopefully we'll have a hopefully we'll have a funnier one at some point next week. But thanks for listening to this episode of Just Me today. Thank you for checking out this episode of The Biz. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe on wherever you listen and leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app. You can follow The Biz on Instagram at Sal Ellington. You can buy merch at thebizbaby.square.site. If you'd like to donate to The Biz on Venmo, it's at Sal Ellington. Thank you for your support. We'll see you next episode.